Hello, fellow football fans. Chris DeServo here with Inside the Hashes, and today we are joined by a high school student trapped inside of a grown man's body in six foot four, two hundred and seventy pound absolute beast of a defensive lineman at a Westview High School, San Diego. Mandela Tobin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem, Mandela. Thank you for making time for us today. Well, the reason why. In the beginning, I didn't specify your position, even though you are ranked as the 91st defensive end by 24-7 Sports. It's because from your huddle account, I've noticed that not only do you play defensive end, but your coaches move you inside a lot. Can you talk about your game for maybe people who haven't been able to see your huddle account at both positions? Yeah, so basically um, I'm, I'm kind of like a J.J. Watt type player. Um, they move me to the outside and inside, depending on how the offense is and um, they really saw that I can be disruptive at both positions, so they just wanted to utilize me as much as possible at both of those positions. So um, that was kind of the skill set. They, they saw I was really strong and everything, so they just wanted to take advantage of it. That's awesome. Have you, do you feel more comfortable in either position? Is there one maybe you're more fond of, or is it more maybe of a flow of a game type of situation for you? Yeah, it's, for me, it's definitely uh, a flow of a game uh, situation. Um, just how comfortable or how the offense is running, that's when we can really decide where we're going to go. You know, in your 2008-2019 season, you had 33 total tackles with 11 solo and nine games play. Uh, have you set yourself any goals for your senior season this year? Not particularly, like, set goals, but um, definitely an uh, all-around goal for me is just to be the most dominant defensive lineman in San Diego and um, definitely make it to the All-State uh team as well. That's my kind of goal as of now, and to have that, I would assume the amount of tackles I would want to get are 60 to 80, have over 20 tackles for loss, have over 10 or more sacks or even more. Um, I just want to dominate so much this season and just show how voracious I can be at some times and just absolutely just show what I've been training so hard for, for the past uh, three to six months now. So, yeah. Well, talking about, you know, your training, uh, you know, with COVID-19 happening, the world's kind of at a standstill with a lot of things. How has the pandemic affected your off-season training program? It's just been a very interesting situation. It's just a case of creati- creativity and just working with what you have. Uh, for me, I only had a couple dumbbells and stuff um, before I actually found one of my football buddies having a home gym. Uh, up to 315 pounds on the bar. So I was just doing, like, car pushing, um, dumbbell auxiliary lifts with what I have. I have a bench at my dad's house, um, so I used that. And I also was doing a lot of agility and speed training this offseason as well with the COVID stuff. I think I've really improved a lot of how I move with that, and I'm really proud of it as well. What are your maxes at right now with your main lifts? Uh, yeah, so for bench, before quarantine ended, I was at 370 pounds. So my goal is to just get to four, four or five maybe before the season or in, in the middle of the season. Um, my squat uh, was a little bit low. It was a, around 405. But the way I've been training, I've been training intensely for legs now. If I would have to make a prediction, I would say close to 500 pounds on squat um, if I was to test that. And then for my... Power clean, it's about uh, 240 around there, yeah. 
that's awesome. I wish I could do stuff like that now. I'd you know be I'd be more than happy to be able to do 405 pounds on a squat bar. I can promise you that on a squat. <laughs> uh, yeah. That would definitely be a goal of mine. Hopefully one day, one day. Um, well, also with the pandemic happening, you know, you're a senior. You're looking for colleges right now. Um, the world, yeah, it is at a different point, but, you know, college football recruiting still seems to be going on. I've noticed that you've done a lot of virtual visits. Could you run, you know, maybe the person that doesn't really understand what a virtual visit is to, uh, to the rest of us? Yeah. So a virtual visit is just basically like um, a virtual tour of the school, the facilities, um, depending on the sport you play, of course. But for me, of course, football, just seeing how the football facilities are, um, seeing how the actual campus is as well, meeting the coaches, uh, including uh, the head coach for some teams that I've been in contact with. That's kind of the uh, main lingo we've been going with that. So, so far, I've done virtual tours with Nebraska, Kansas. I'm going to do a Fresno State tour tomorrow, actually. And then um, Nevada, um, we also did some virtual tours as well. And then um, I also have one uh, with Air Force tonight. So it's been going very well. And I also did a little uh, conference call with the Kansas State coaching staff as well. Um, and also Lehigh. Lehigh, we had a really good virtual tour, so I really liked it. And as well as the other virtual tours I did as well. Awesome. Well, before we get involved in, you know, the sports aspect of your recruiting process, one thing I've noticed from doing a little bit of research on you is it's not just about uh, sports for you. You're really big on your education. And I got to say, congrats on getting straight A's, you know, while being stuck at home, you know, even though you had the pass fail option, you know, you took it upon yourself to be able to promote good grades. So could you talk about the importance of not just the athletic side of schooling uh, at the next level, but also the educational side? Yes, the educational side is very, very, very important to me, and it should be important to everyone, actually, that wants to play um, any kind of sport, because football can only last for so long, and for the many other sports as well, maybe even a little bit longer than football, since football is such a physically demanding game, um, you know, it's a little bit shorter for us on the average, but overall, just any sport you play, you need to have that foundation for you to succeed for the rest of your life um, because the rest of your life is way more important than the sport you're playing as of now. Um, and that's the reason why I'm so highly invested into getting the highest form of education for my major because I want to succeed after football, you know, because I don't want to um, end football and then not do know what I want to do. So that's the only reason why I'm so invested. And that's just kind of a Nigerian thing growing up as well um, with me. So that's kind of the plan is for me. Well, another thing I wanted to talk about since you brought it up was the fact that you are Nigerian. You know, I noticed on your Huddle account that you say you're full blood Nigerian. And in fact, on your Twitter, you have the flag there. Could you talk about, you know, the importance to you of representing uh, your Nigerian heritage? Yeah, it's huge to me. Uh, I have so many family members in Nigeria. Um, I've been to Nigeria like about eight times now. Um, I've been there a lot, and uh, they're so important to me. Every time I see them, it's it's just such a wonderful feeling because I don't see them for like two to four years every time I go. Um, you know, so just seeing that, uh, it's really, really, really uh, encouraging for me to do well so that I can provide for them as well. Um, and just being a Nigerian as well, just looking at, like, the NFL, there's a good amount of Nigerians 
in the NFL and uh, also in basketball too. Um, and one that's always been a legendary thing to me, one person is Christian Okoye. Um, he played uh, running back for the Chiefs in the 80s. He was so dominant. And that was kind of a guy I looked up to because my dad introduced him to me. And I was so uh, fascinated about him of how he can move at like 260 pounds and run like a 4-3 or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I can imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. But he um, was definitely that kind of like poster boy kind of motivation for me for sports, you know, having that Nigerian heritage. Um, and it's such an honor that God blessed me to be a Nigerian because um, I take a lot of pride with it, as well as every other Nigerian that lives in this country and beyond. We take a lot of pride in what we do and um, how we do it. So I'm really proud to be one. No, that's awesome. I, I really, you know, that that's an awesome. That's awesome for you to hear you talk about something like that because not too many people now, you know, really. I can hear how proud you are in your voice, and it's something really good to hear. Yep. Well, so um, going back into the recruitment phase, you know, let's get back into it. I want to talk about the sports aspect. Right now you're up to 11 offers. Um, can you talk about the emotions that you felt, you know, as you've gained every offer? And I can see in your future that you're probably going to gain a lot more before this is all over. Oh, yeah. I mean, the emotions that were just running through me when those offers came in, it was unbelievable. Definitely my first offer, that was the most exhilarating one. Um because it was just such an honor to have a school and any kind of school offer me because that this shows that they care and they're really trying to invest a lot of money. They're investing thousands of dollars into you um, with that. So um, just to have a coaching staff as a whole pick you and say, yes, we want this guy on our team, you know, it's such a wonderful feeling. And um, after that first offer and having the many other offers coming in, it's such a, it's kind of like a natural high, you know, with that because it's so exhilarating. You just get fired up. Remember the Kansas State uh, offer came in right after I woke up. Like I woke up and I looked at my phone and um, uh, the head coach was like, "Hey, call me." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I called him and that's what happened. And it just it got me right up, you know. And I was, you know, grouchy and everything before, but I was so energetic and. You know, it was just a great start to the morning. So, yeah, I couldn't imagine the adrenaline you were feeling. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I can't even tell you enough. It was just wonderful. Well, um, at Westview, uh, I noticed that most of your linemen down sets are in four down linemen with a four three system. Are you open to possibly being in a system with a three four set in college, or are you mainly just looking to stay with four down linemen? For me, I don't really mind. Uh, uh, what kind of system the defense runs, as long as I'm being productive and I'm getting solid playing time. Um, that's kind of what the lingo is for me. Um, and I'm sure I'll be open to new ideas as well. Um, and I'm open to playing new positions on the D-line as well, you know, playing nose, tackle, and you name it. Um, I'm definitely comfortable with any kind of change that comes around with that. Um, of course, that would be predominantly for me, being you know a four three guy, that'll be uh, much more keen for me. But I am definitely open for a three four system as well. Awesome. What excites you the most about playing at the collegiate level? 
man, it's just the atmosphere and um, just having such a great chance of really bettering yourself in every kind of way um, and also having your education paid for, it just really relieves so much stress from you as you go on later into life. You know, you don't have to deal with student debt and everything. And um, that's just, like, the biggest part. And like I was saying with the atmosphere, having the fan, the fan bases and everything, it's so nice to see that. And, like, you have thousands of people, like, cheering on for you guys to win or to do anything just positive. It's such a wonderful feeling. And I think that's the reason why um, I really wanted to get into college football because having that kind of atmosphere and having all these benefits come in, it just makes you have such a naturally high rush of excellence. You know, you want to be excellent with everything. And um, going into that kind of atmosphere is just the cherry on top of that. Have uh, coaches talked to you at all about possibly playing early, you know, maybe as a freshman or getting some field time? Uh, definitely, they have. Kansas has been saying that I can make an early uh, early impact as well, as well as um, some, other, some other schools um, like Nebraska, for example. Um, they've been saying a good amount of stuff of that nature, so I'm pretty excited, and I really want to prove myself that I can be ready as a true freshman because that's definitely a big goal so I can gain experience and just get um, the game speed set to a comfortable position so that I can be dominant in college football as well. What kind of teammate uh, would your teammates be getting, you know, once you do commit? Uh, what type of person are you, not just on the field, but off the field um, in that team setting? Yeah, so um, the school that any kind of school that I commit to, um, I can definitely assure them that they'll be getting a person that cares a lot about their grades, um, first and foremost. That's the biggest part of me. Um, but I'm also kind of a fun guy. I can be very energetic um, as well. Of course, that is just depending on, you know, how fast I get comfortable with the team and everything. And um, they really, I think I can really come out as a leader too as well because um, with having the name Mandela, um, having Nelson Mandela as a person um, being named after, uh, there's a lot of responsibility to take with that, with leadership. So that's definitely a huge part that I'm going to try to work on as I come into the team as well. And I think um, coming in, that school that I commit to will be getting an all-around player um, not just on the field, but off the field as well, because I really um a good guy to be around, and I always look for good people to hang around with. So that's kind of how I go with that. Have there been any talks about doing in-person recruitment? You know, I know that's banned right now till June 30th. Uh, are you thinking about waiting a little bit afterwards to see, you know, what everything's like, or as soon as it happens, do you ever already um, visit that? We're just waiting on NCAA to allow everything, um, and our plan is to just take a bunch of visits to all the schools that we're seriously interested in. Um, and uh, we have definitely have a set plan for that. I think we're going to try to go in-state first, and then after that we'll um, try to go out to, um, like, the Midwest, where most of the schools I've been talking to as well. And, of course, um, the Nevada 
um, area as well because I have a couple of schools as well. And then I'm going to try to go to the East Coast to where all the schools that have offered me from there, um, that's where we're definitely going to head to. So that's kind of the plan as of now. And I think um, once we continue to go like that, we'll definitely get a serious contention for um, where we want to commit to or where I want to commit to in that sense. How would you be? How would you handle uh, leaving California, you know, and going, you know, East Coast, you know, Midwest, uh, and leaving home? What would that? Uh, how would you be able to cope with that? Yeah, I mean, if I commit to any kind of school that's outside of that, um, outside of California, anything, I would definitely say I would miss California for sure. You know, missing like the sunny days, like almost every day, and everything. But I think um, it could be a good change for me as well because having a good change of scenery can really just add more experience to my life um, as well. Um, I think just seeing new things would be really nice because I don't travel that much besides going to Nigeria. I don't really travel in the country that much. So seeing new things and having a new environment to live in um, would definitely be a life-changing and discovery type way of seeing how life is out in the Midwest or on the East Coast or anywhere, you know, so that's kind of the plan. Awesome, Mandela. Well, that looks like all the time that we have today, Mandela. I just want to really appreciate you taking time out of your day to be able to, you know, give uh, Inside the Hashes in the world a little more insight on not just the football player that you are, but the person you are as well. Oh, yeah, no problem. I, again, I really thank you guys for having me. Um, for this interview, and um, really hope you guys' uh, day and everything else goes very well. Uh, we do definitely appreciate that. And who knows, maybe when you uh, announce your recruitment, we'd love for the opportunity to be able to interview you again and get more of an insight on what your thought process was. But uh, Mandela Tobin, thank you so much for talking to us today. Uh, I'm Chris DeServo from Inside the Hashes, and that's all we have today. Talk to you next time.